Osiris. Hey everyone, it's Cam Hurt, host of the Best Show Ever podcast, and we have got a second season coming out very soon that I am very excited about. We've got some very cool special guests, including musical acts that we all love, like Karina Reichman, Daniel Donato, Jake Brownstein from Eggy, Rick and Peter from Goose, and many more. Tune in for new episodes dropping on Osiris Media March 5th on the Best Show Ever podcast. Hi, listeners. I want to tell you about a cause that I'm involved with at Heritage Radio Network. HRN is celebrating its 15th year, and to celebrate, we're deepening our commitment to giving voice to the next generation of food system storytellers, and we need your help. Our internship and fellowship programs help activate new possibilities for underrepresented and underestimated young people through experiential journalism, audio engineering, and production training. Through these unique programs, HRN helps food equity stewards build essential workforce readiness skills that expand their potential and foster economic mobility. Please consider supporting these critical programs. And with a minimum donation, you can be entered to win a dinner for two at an amazing restaurant in one of eight cities and tickets to a concert at a great venue in one of those cities. We have incredible partners across the country who have donated as they also share our passion for helping to educate the next generation of food system storytellers. Check out heritageradionetwork.org 15 to donate and enter to win today. That's heritageradionetwork.org 15 to donate and enter to win today. And make sure you donate before March 31st. Thank you. Welcome back to We Move Through Stormy Weather, a podcast by Storm Sound and Osiris Media. My name is Ryan Storm, and I'm really excited to be here today with four very fine gentlemen uh, here in St. Louis at the Music of the Intersection, uh, the Fearless Flyers. Uh, we've got Corey Wong, Joe Dart, Nate Smith, and Mark Latiri here. How are, how are you guys doing? Great. Excited to be here. We're stoked, man. Thank you. Thank you guys for sitting down with me uh, for this quick little chat. You know, got a few questions I want to ask you guys about the live show, starting with the first show you guys ever played was a surprise encore at a Wolfpack Red Rocks show. Uh, I'm curious to hear a little bit about each of you uh, on that gig, uh, what, what it was like, how that idea came together. I assume that was a Jack idea, but how that kind of came together and how you felt bringing this in front of an audience for the first time. Small correction just for the record. It was the second show, oh. but that's all right. First one we did, uh, we did a North North Coast. This one was a bit of a surprise as well. It was a bit of a surprise. The first show, we had J.K. from Jamiroquai come up, Antoine Stanley, Theo Katzman, and Eric Andre did a. He bombed a comedy set in the middle of our show. Yes, one of our great claims to fame. Yeah, yeah. Eric Andre bombed in the middle of a Fearless Flyers set, which was which was wonderful. But the surprise set at Red Rocks. That's something that Jack and I talked about, just trying to find something really special to do for an encore at Red Rocks. Let's just surprise everybody, because the Flyers had not really done anything live, and it just felt like a fun way to, to really give something to the fans that they'd love. Uh, for Joe and I, it was just, we we're just still showing up right. and playing, but Nate, Nate and Mark, they had to keep quiet. Nate's showing up at Red Rocks playing his first time, I'm like, come on, man, I want to post a story. I'm trying to post. <laughs> I know. It was crazy, man. And it was cold as hell. I came out. I had the, the, the sleeveless shirt. And I just remember like, oh, it's March in, in Denver. In the mountains. And we were up there. Yeah. It was snow. It was crazy. It was crazy. And I was like, okay, yeah. But it was so much fun. It was really cool. Really cool. 
Yeah, I mean, we were wearing long johns under our uh, flight suits, and we had these big socks. But, yeah, you know, 15 minutes of... That was hard on the fingers. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, you know... Yeah, I know there's video out there. I know you were, like, wearing gloves, like, and you had the heat oh, yeah. pumps on stage. I can't believe I forgot about the 2018 gig, and I feel like a failure as a okay. nerd for your music, so I, ho- I hope you'll give me a pass there. Um, all right, so, question. So, live catalog, you guys don't just play the songs that you've recorded on the incredible Flyers albums that you've put out to date. You also have some different versions of Wolfpack songs, uh, some Corey Wong songs under different names and arrangements and stuff. I'm curious, what is your favorite Flyers song, like not on a Flyers album, that you guys have taken and adapted for the live setting? Well, it's hard to be unbiased about it because right now I am obsessed with the Nate Smith tune, Bounce, part one. And we are about to debut the the Flyers version of that tonight. So I'm, I'm going to say that. Uh, yeah. It's also fun to play. Well, I guess we did record a version of Hero Town. It does, it, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, the, yeah. I'm, I'm going to say Bounce. Album, yeah. But your favorite rearranged tune for the Flyers? You I think Bounce is... Yeah, you said bounce. We get into a little bit of trouble on Barbara, too. We, we, the last time we did it in the Jam Cruise, yeah. um, we, we stretched out at the end of that yeah, thing. Yeah. It opened up into a thing. I, I, was, I was feeling it. I was like, okay, this is our... This is our uh, expanded version, yeah. the, the extended remix. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we might have a different favorite after tonight too, because yeah, right. You never really know. Right. Something's going to. I thought the I thought the reeling in the years was a clever choice. I don't know whose idea, if that was yours or Jack's, or but I thought it was pretty unique. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I have I have to say, yeah. I mean, getting to I think reeling in the years is one of the coolest uh, covers we've done, just because. Like, I love playing, you know, we've covered Stevie Wonder and we've covered, you know, this and that and, and, and Wolf Tunes. But to me, that's like, I don't know, that one holds up to me. Like, I feel like I would put that up there among, you know, covers of songs because it's different enough and it's got a vibe. So, you know, I feel like that leaves a cool. Plus, it's, you know, a testament to our our love of the Dan, which I, I like yes. to profess at any given, you know, any opportunity, you know. I'm, I'm glad I can give you a platform uh, to do so. Uh, well, one last question. Um, do you guys find that playing with the Flyers affects how you then go back out on your solo tour? Like, I know you've always got dates and you're heading to Europe in a couple of weeks. You've got Snarky Puppy coming up uh, and you guys are always playing. Like, do, do switching bands give you a different perspective or do you find you infuse a little bit of Flyers flavor here and there? Because my Flyer setup is so minimal, yeah. it really changes the way I play other gigs. It's like it makes me think about, okay, so what's the most I can do with this setup? And then apply that to maybe like a kinfolk gig or, you know, the gig, the thing I did yesterday with Tim LaFave and Jason Linder is like, you know, what's the what's the most you can do with the least? And then sort of expand it around the kit. It does change me conceptually. I think about it a lot, you know. I'm actually hoping, I'm going to put it out here, maybe, you know, it's an exclusive. Yeah. But I think I'm going to, I might need another sound for the blue note. Maybe one other thing. One other thing. Uh, Maybe <laughs> floor tom symbol. I don't know. Whoa, I don't know. Whoa, I know. Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> wait a minute. Wait a I don't think the backline budget back covers line. that, man. I don't think that's coming out of your pay, man. Bring your own shit, man. But it does change me that way. I think about it that way. Yeah, I think for me, it's just what, what is the role that I serve in this band different than others? You know when. For me, I have basically three roles. 
as Corey Wong, I'm the band leader and I can just build everything around what I do. And of course, I don't always write music that's centered around the guitar just because I don't always love that. In this, it's being a member of a band and it's like Mark and I going back and forth on things and I get to play in a different way and everybody's so rhythmic. We all get to explore a different part and a different role. And in Wolfpack, I play a different role where I'm supporting and sometimes playing something that needs to be out front, but most of the time something that's a supporting role, trying to enhance whatever is supposed to be the focal point. And I think with any different setting, if you pay attention to those things, it does really help you grow as a musician because it helps you communicate what you need from other people in other settings or how you can better serve in other settings because you have that awareness to just pay, you know, to of what those roles are. Yeah, yeah I guess just from on my specific role, like, because I don't really play a lot of baritone in Snarky Puppy. I mean, maybe a little bit in the studio. And then all I do in this band is baritone. And then in my solo set, it's baritone, but it's very different approach than in this right. band. So um, it's cool. I like kind of putting on a different hat and a different uniform and different pedals, even, you know, different sound. I play the guitar differently in this band than I do in other bands. So it's fun to do. I, I dig it. For me, I think it just keeps me uh, keeps me in 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 shape. You know, I, I like to uh, you know I like to come out of the gate. Uh, well, basically, I feel best when I've been on tour for a little bit. Yeah. And the Fearless Flyers, in addition to being quite demanding music, pretty high octane music, um, has helped me uh, fill fill up my uh, my live schedule in a way that's been really fun. You know, getting to play with these guys in Europe in particular it really just uh it got me to a great place and then I remember right after I came home from that I was just feeling great on my instrument so just a chance to play at that that octane you know yeah amazing well thank you guys so much for sitting down with me today so excited for the set tonight how many interviews do you get to do with Herbie Hancock his background music it's pretty good uh but thanks everybody for listening to this episode thank you all so much have a fantastic day we'll see you next time Hi, this is Henry Kay, host of the number one music history podcast, Rootsland. Come with me on a journey to Kingston, Jamaica, where we explore the world of reggae music and the untold stories of some of the genre's greatest legends. From the ghettos and tenement yards where the music was born to the island's iconic recording studios. We are so excited to team up with Osiris Media, the leading storyteller in music. Because as you'll hear, sometimes the story is the best song. Hello, and welcome to Novel Conversations, a podcast about the world's greatest stories. I'm your host, Frank Lavallo, and for each episode of Novel Conversations, I talk to two readers about one book, and together, we summarize the story for you. We introduce you to the characters, we tell you what happens to them, and we read from the book along the way. So if you love hearing a good story, you're in the right place. Our ninth season is coming this fall. Tune in to hear from some of the all-time great authors, Charles Dickens, Jules Verne, F. Scott Fitzgerald, and more. Subscribe to Novel Conversations wherever you listen to podcasts.